Welcome to this week's episode of the Nutrition by Carmen podcast. I have a really great topic to chat about today, and that is all about how to make restaurant meals a little healthier if you are paying attention to your health and nutrition. And before I get going in this episode, if you guys follow my Instagram page, listen to my stories, you know that walking and daily movement is a huge part of not just my life, but what I try to implement into my nutrition clients' lives as well. So I would so much rather you get some AirPods in, put this on speaker and walk around your house and get some movement in while you listen to what I have to say about restaurant meals. Okay, so let's dive right in. Um, Now, I love a good restaurant meal. Let's be honest. So much about life and the things we love to do typically revolves food, drinks, being social, and all of that sort of stuff. And this is actually a really great second episode following the holiday episode because there will be probably more restaurant meals around this time of the year than normal. So now, if you are on a fat loss journey, or even if you are not, you can still go out to restaurants and enjoy the food and the drinks with your family and your friends. You do not have to avoid going out to eat at restaurants in fear that having a couple restaurant meals will set your progress back because it will not. And if you kind of go back and listen to my holiday episode, you'll know that I suggest never having two back-to-back indulgent meals. Having some sort of space between restaurant meals is really great for maintaining that healthy balance. So, you know, a lot of people that are on a health journey are trying to implement healthier habits for sure. And sometimes people think that they have to avoid restaurant foods at all costs, but the reality is you do not. And I would actually much rather you prefer and prioritize having a restaurant meal or two at some point during your health journey, because let's face it, at some point during the rest of your life, you will be eating at a restaurant. So we might as well figure out how to do that in a healthy and sustainable way now. So I always tell my one-on-one online nutrition clients to first look at the menu ahead of time if they know they're going to a restaurant because the last thing you want to do is show up you're with a group of friends and you panic order something that doesn't really align with your goals so i'd much rather have my clients and i do this myself as well i look at the menu well in advance and i kind of pick out one to two options that i'm thinking about um you know when you have an idea of what you're going into that meal with, it takes the pressure off because you already have sort of that meal in mind. You don't have to peruse the appetizer section and any of that kind of stuff because you're already 
well ahead of the game, you have a plan in place, and you are setting yourself up for success. So that is first and foremost. Look at the menu ahead of time. Now, a couple little tips here, and I'm sure some of you might have heard these before, but restaurants automatically cook with an abundance of oils and fats and sugars and you know what you might think is a healthy option unfortunately probably is not just because of all the cooking oils and sugars that restaurants use because let's be honest you want to keep going back to restaurants because the food is good and for restaurants to serve bland food with no seasoning no one would go back to those restaurants so You know, there is a rhyme and a reason as to why the food tastes so good, and that is typically because there is a lot more added fats and sugars than you would probably have in a home-cooked meal, for example. So with that being said, if there is a meal that you are considering having that has something like a chipotle sauce, a mayonnaise, some sort of dressing that has a creamier option, that is a high, high fat option right out of the gate. Even if it's a dressing, there is probably a ton of calories just in that dressing alone. So I typically suggest asking for any sort of dressing on the side because that way you have control over how much you're actually going to use. Or if you're getting something like a tuna poke bowl or a rice noodle bowl, ask for some sort of teriyaki sauce or a soy sauce base or if it's you know a salad you can get a vinaigrette like a balsamic vinaigrette instead of an olive oil based dressing because anything with olive oil butter cream sort of those mayonnaise heavier sauces will be laden with more fat than you want so either one ask for that on the side or do a swap with like a vinaigrette or a soy sauce type thing and that will save you hundreds and hundreds of not only calories but tons and tons of grams of fat so that is sort of tip number one now a restaurant myth is salads at restaurants are the healthiest options now i think hopefully we've come far along enough in the health and wellness space to know that that is not always the case you might see a salad on a menu that has you know pumpkin seeds it has feta cheese it has dried cranberries it has avocado um all of those things are really healthy and wonderful foods But again, they are all high fat, high calorie. And this is what often, um, you know, will stump some of my nutrition clients because they, they think, okay, well, I made a really healthy decision. I got the salad. But what they aren't realizing is that the creamy dressing plus the avocado plus the nuts and seeds plus the cheese plus the olives, that is five fat sources that are thrown onto the salad. And so that salad can easily pack over a thousand calories, which I know nobody wants to hear, but that is the truth. And so I typically suggest scaling back on the fats in your salad. So if there's a salad that has pumpkin seeds, it's got feta cheese, it's got avocado, it's got an olive oil dressing, I would suggest asking first for that 
dressing on the side um, and asking maybe to swap that for a vinaigrette so you're saving the fat from the olive oil. I would maybe cut out the seeds and then just have the avocado and the cheese, for example. So if you kind of look and see what the fat sources are in the salad, scaling those back, getting the dressing on the side, then the salad will be a much healthier option than what is just listed on the menu itself. Now, if you are a burger lover like me, I love the legendary burger with cheese, with sauteed onions, lettuce, tomato, everything from White Spot, and I absolutely indulge in this every couple of weeks for sure because it is just my favorite burger. Um, now, with that being said, if you are going out and you're trying to pay a bit more attention to being healthier and making some healthier choices and you really want a burger, I've got a couple solutions for you. So if you get the burger with the bun, then just ask for, instead of a side poutine or fries, get a side green salad with that because you're getting your leafy greens, your veggies, but you're still able to enjoy that really delicious bun, the whole burger itself. So that's sort of a balancing act for that. Now, if you are really wanting some french fries, then get your burger wrapped in lettuce. There's nothing wrong with that because you're saving a little bit of calories from the bun, but satisfying the craving that you want with the fries. And so it's just sort of looking at how we can improve upon the meal. What can we change? What can we add? What can we substitute to make it a little healthier while also enjoying though all at the same time? Um, so that's an option there for a burger, just doing a simple swap like that. Now, a lot of restaurants, depending on where you're going, will start you with table bread and butter, which honestly, I absolutely love. I find it hard to resist when it's right there in front of you because if you're looking at it, you will likely eat it. So if there is a restaurant you're going to where you know there is table bread and butter, simply decline getting that in the first place. Now, if you're going out with your family and your friends and your friends and your family want the table bread and butter, that might be challenging to decline it. But what you can do is just say, I'm, I'm not going to have any bread and butter. I'm just going to really enjoy my entree because typically restaurants will start you off with something carb heavy and fat heavy. So you've got your bread and you've got your butter. Now that st starts to stimulate your hunger hormones and things get riled up. And that is on purpose with restaurants because the more carbs and fat you eat, the more carbs and fat you'll want. So that might result in getting an entree and then when you may not have planned to have a dessert, all of a sudden you're looking at the dessert menu, wanting a brownie, a cake, whatever it is. And that is initially because you've started off your meal with carbs and fat. And that's sort of what you begin to crave as the meal goes on. So I highly suggest if you are paying attention to your health and nutrition, simply decline the table bread and butter. I know it's easier said than done, and if it's right there on the table, it's difficult, 
but just do your best because a couple of those pieces of bread and butter will actually, you know, add tons and tons more calorie to your meal overall. So instead of not getting that, you can enjoy a cocktail or a drink plus an entree. And that's a really, really great swap. So something I also suggest to my nutrition clients is we all know that protein is the most important macronutrient macronutrient that is a mouthful it is the most important macronutrient to get right and i say that because protein is the most satiating macronutrient meaning it makes us feel full for the longest period of time and also it has the highest thermic effect of food which is really just a fancy way of saying we burn the most calories digesting protein than any other macronutrient. So we can burn up to 30% of that protein source that we're eating. So that is huge, especially if your goal is fat loss. Now, if you're getting a tuna poke bowl or if you're getting a salad with chicken or if you're getting some sort of prawn bowl or whatever it is, always ask a restaurant, can I get extra protein? double up on that protein there is nothing wrong with that and typically protein will have fewer calories than the other macronutrients and again because it's such a satiating food item it is a great idea to double up on protein at that meal and you will probably find your yourself feeling quite full so that's a really great tip and always you can ask for more veggies as well if you're getting a salad or you're getting a steak with veggies ask to double up on those veggies as well and just make sure that they're steamed or they're raw just because you know if they're fried veggies obviously there's going to be that extra oil or butter component which again adds to our fat sources now i will be honest and if you are a person that goes out for happy hours lunches and dinners three to four times a week Um, And in a few of those, you're getting appetizers, you're getting an alcoholic beverage, you're getting dessert. I won't lie here. I'm going to tell you truthfully that if your goal is fat loss and to get on a healthier path, it will be a slower process for you if you are dining out three to four times a week. And that is just absolute facts just because you cannot control what a restaurant is giving you other than making some of the swaps and implementations that I've already outlined so far on this episode Um, because that is just the nature of restaurant foods even though it might seem healthy. We don't know what is in every single thing we're eating at a restaurant and if most of your meals during the week are not eaten at home it's gonna be a bigger challenge for you. It's not gonna be impossible, let me just say that. It won't be impossible, but it will be a bigger challenge for you to hit your goals at a pace that you're looking for. And so, you know, if you are somebody that is going out quite often, eating at restaurants, and you're frustrated with your lack of progress in terms of fat loss, Um, building lean muscle, whatever it is, then you might have to take a step back and just ask yourself, is it worth going to a restaurant four times a week? Maybe there's an opportunity here to scale back and go three times a week. 
and maybe in that three times one of the meals you're not having alcohol so it's just kind of fine-tuning where you're at now what your habits are and where you want to get to because to be very honest you will have to make a couple of changes to your lifestyle in that regard if you are not getting the results you're looking for. And that's just the truth. You have to kind of take action in other ways that will get you to where you want to go. And a lot of my nutrition clients eat out at restaurants a few times a week, which is perfectly fine and I'm actually glad that they do that while they're on my programs because I can support them through it. We can make healthy choices and decisions together um, because at the same time my clients are also learning what they should do on the days that they are not going to restaurants aka prioritizing whole foods with minimal ingredients, less processed foods, moving their bodies every single day And then if there are days, and this goes for everybody else out there as well, if there are days that you know you're going for happy hour with your girlfriend or you're going out for dinner with your family, then you can look at that day as a whole and see if there's other areas you can scale back in. You know, maybe instead of having two scoops of peanut butter on your toast, have one that day. You know, so there's always these modifications because at the end of the day, You know, again, if your goal is fat loss, that comes down to calories in and calories out and eating fewer calories than you're expending. So that being said, um, I love having a treat dinner or two per week and my nutrition clients get a treat dinner as week as well. And if you are going to a restaurant and it is your planned treat dinner of the week, then everything I just said in this podcast you can forget about (laughs) because a treat dinner, you can have the bread and butter, have your alcohol, drink, have a cocktail, have your entree, have your dessert, um, and then the next day you're just getting right back on track. So if it is your treat dinner, forget everything I said, but I would suggest scaling back a little bit during the day leading up to your treat dinner just so that there's a little more wiggle room. And that way you can still go out to restaurants, enjoy dinners or lunches or happy hours with your friends without feeling like you're ruining your progress. You know, it's all about a balance and it is possible and I don't want you to feel like you cannot go out and enjoy because that is boring. We want to go out and enjoy. We love, especially now that we're able to dine properly at restaurants. Um, there's a way to incorporate it all. And so hopefully those few little takeaway tips on the salads, on the burgers, on the sauces, on the bread, the appetizers, all that kind of stuff, a few little modifications will certainly help. And you know, if there's if you just look at the menu, just ask yourself, how can I make this meal a little bit better? Can I add more protein? Can I put the sauce on the side? Can I get more veggies? Just ask yourself those simple questions and you will come up with the answer on your own. And I really hope, you know, as we head into a busier time of the year, more more social gatherings and events, I hope you are able to go out and enjoy your meals and hopefully you can take one tip away from this episode 
and I hope you feel great about the choices that you make when you go out to eat because at the end of the day you can enjoy a restaurant meal and just remember that a single meal will not hinder any progress or results you've made this far. It's all about consistency, what you do consistently over time, and as long as your next course of action is a healthy one, get your steps in, eat a healthy meal with lots of protein, fiber, veggies, all that good stuff, you will be just fine. So there you have it for today, how to make restaurant meals a little healthier if you want them to be healthier. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode. I can't wait.